Allen Capital Group, Market Commentary, August 2021. Optionality. On March 23, 2020, the S&P 500 dangled at 2,237.4. 354 trading days later, on August 16, 2021, the S&P 500 closed at 4,479.71, the fastest 100% gain off a bottom since World War II. The average period to double from a crisis trough is over 1,000 days, making the sharp rebound from the COVID crisis even more breathtaking. Yet, in hindsight, the rebound appears less surprising. A mysterious virus wreaked havoc on our health, mental wellness, and economy. The necessary response had to be equally incredible. Unimaginable fiscal and monetary policy response, cash-heavy bored consumers, and the most accessible financial markets in history created the elixir that nursed markets back to health, then carried them to new highs. How much further does the bull market balloon have to glide? No one knows for sure. Predicting the next market plunge is an unwinnable game. A better plan is to prepare for it. The Path to Normal In August, at his speech to Jackson Hole, Wyoming, Fed Chair Jerome Powell insinuated the Fed would likely slow its massive $120 billion per month bond buying campaign by year end. However, he did not indicate the amount or speed at which the taper of Treasury bonds and mortgage-backed securities would occur. The longer the Fed waits to taper, many fear the faster the taper will be. However, history tells a different story. It's a long path to normal monetary policy for the Fed and other central banks. Following the dot-com bust from 2004 to 2007, the Fed slowly and steadily raised rates across 17 consecutive meetings. Following the financial crisis, the Fed announced plans to taper asset purchases at the end of 2013, began raising rates at the end of 2015, continuing through the second half of 2019. So when the Fed begins tapering this time around, it's simply the first step in a long journey. Powell maintained his attitude that elevated inflation is temporary and would eventually sink to normal levels. He didn't dwell on what happens if inflation lingers. If rates rise faster than expected, equity markets at all-time highs with stress valuations will feel the sting. That's where targeting 2% inflation over time comes in handy. Not defining the time frame gives the Fed options, synthetically raising the inflation target over the short term. If inflation settles closer to 3% next year, optionality liberates the Fed from feeling forced to lift rates prematurely. Wielding the most significant immediate power over the global economy, the Fed continues to steer us through this crisis. The margin for error is thin. A mistake in the Eccles building can unleash inflation, throw millions out of work, and royal global markets. Capital Allocation A CEO's primary duty is allocating capital to its most productive use. Today, companies have more money than ever. Per Bloomberg, cash on the balance sheets of S&P 500 companies has ballooned to an all-time high around $2.7 trillion. Large amounts of cash create optionality, a prized asset impossible to quantify. 
Cash can accrue to company balance sheets through successful business operations or through issuing debt. We prefer the former, but today, numerous large companies are borrowing money regardless of need. Cheap financing is hard to resist. Companies can return cash to shareholders via share buybacks that boost earnings per share or increase dividends, making their stocks more attractive to income-seeking investors. Companies may also use cash for mergers and acquisitions, which have surged in 2021. According to Reventive data, the total value of pending and completed deals announced in 2021 has already touched $3.6 trillion, surpassing the full-year tally of $3.59 trillion in 2020. So far this year, 35,128 deals have been announced, a 24% jump over last year. When the music's playing, investment bankers won't hesitate to dance. High rates and low rates can damage companies' future growth. High interest rates raise the cost of borrowing, deterring companies from investing in promising projects that would swell future earnings. Conversely, artificially low interest rates can lure CEOs into weak investments, reckless initiatives, or unprofitable acquisitions. When allocating capital, the line between bold and reckless is thin and often only visible with hindsight. Each company has its own sweet spot, where rates settle at a level low enough to encourage profitable investment, but are high enough to dissuade squandering cash on projects promising low returns. It's never been more crucial to understand the vision and incentives of company management. Conclusion Despite the lingering threat of COVID's Delta variant and the potential for subdued future economic growth, stock markets continue to grind higher thanks to accommodated monetary policy and investor optimism. Equity markets at all-time highs can be delicate, but stretch valuations may live on longer than expected. Price drives narrative, and narrative drives price. Optionality is a powerful tool for central banks, CEOs, and investors. We must tailor each portfolio to our specific needs, finding the balance between being concentrated enough to matter, but diversified enough to survive. John Bogle says, time is your friend, impulse is your enemy. Average returns sustained for an above average period lead to extraordinary returns. Flexibility in our portfolios empower us to stay in the game. Markets are volatile, your investment decisions shouldn't be. Travis Portwood, Chief Investment Officer, Allen Capital Group.